Hello, this is Collective Noun Radio. For a high quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun on Hit 105. Yes, welcome back to another week of Collective Nouns Late Night Show. Uh, tonight, Zach, you may have heard in the news today, Instagram is the new app for finding love. Instagram's the new Tinder, Dom. Uh, it's Jared Hayne, it's Shane Warne. Everyone is looking for love on Instagram. What am I doing wrong? I don't know, Dom. Uh, Warney today was commenting on models' photos, <laughs> trying to meet up with them. Have you yes. done that lately? I haven't commented on any models saying, I hope London's lovely today, XX, like Warney did. Are you commenting on any photos with XX? Maybe the uh, kissy emoji? The uh, star, uh, the love heart eyes? Look, I'll be honest, I mostly follow footballers on Instagram. Yeah, that would be weird. <laughs> that might be part of the problem. Great yeah. game tonight. Just love heart emoji. <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom on Hit 105. I have this theory that you can learn a lot about someone by their Google history. Mm. And that's why we came up with this. Dom's Google history. Whoa, okay. <laughs> can only imagine. The way it works is I take your Google history from the last week. Mm. I read out some of the more obscure things you've uh, searched because you do search some weird things. <laughs> I think it gives a bit of a window into my unconscious mind. I, I have to say, I don't know four weeks in why I'm still giving you my phone. Well, I think it's a learning experience for all of us. Okay. Uh, after I read them out, Dom, you have to explain to Brisbane why you Googled that. <laughs> all right. Well, um, you ready for the first one? Our first Google search for the week came this morning at... 2.15am mm. It is When is it too late To mow your lawn <laughs> I don't uh, even know What that means Well I seen it was Obviously it was after 2am I was going to mow the lawn All day yesterday Throughout the day And I just thought You know what Have I left it too late At 2am You were considering Mowing your lawn at 2am Oh I mean I thought I could do it pretty quietly I don't have a loud How? I don't have a loud mower I've got a pretty quiet mower does it have a motor in it? <laughs> well, yes. It's not okay. It's not silent, but it's a quieter mower than usual. Firstly, no, super loud. Secondly, do you know how weird you would look <laughs> if the neighbours got out and looked out the window and you were just mowing the lawn? <laughs> yeah. Look, all the advice I found said after sunset, it's a no go. And I'm like, that was at least six hours ago, so I'll avoid that one. Our next tweet, even more confusing. Friday, 4 a.m. Are mm. uh, any burglars good? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, I, I, to memory, there were some more tweets about burglars. Yeah, there was sorry, also what searches. noise do burglars make and yeah. do burglars break windows. Yeah, I think I was searching burglars a bit because I was hearing some noises outside my window and I was pretty certain there was a burglar out there. But what do you mean, is uh, any good? Well, you, you thought one might be bringing muffins. <laughs> No, no, no. More like when you think of a burglar, you think of someone with bad intention who wants to hurt you. I wanted to think maybe someone who's just had Bringing a Bringing heart- you a TV. Well, no- <laughs> <laughs> Not like that. Just good-hearted was my thinking. Are some burglars good people who just have a- had a bad break at life? And I can help them out. All right. I was hoping that the person out there didn't want to hurt me. Turns out it was a possum. <laughs> so we're all good anyway. Okay. And the last one was searched last Wednesday. It reads, can you overdose on milk? <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, well I'm never giving you my phone again uh, You'd remember last week I had a very dairy heavy day on Wednesday I think I had a, over a block of cheese and numerous glasses of milk And I was feeling very unwell uh, that afternoon <laughs> And I wanted to know if it's possible to, to take too much dairy into your system What were you afraid of happening? Um, numerous 
things. None of them pretty. None of them smelling nice either. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, that was my fear. I don't know how much dairy a human body can hold. And what was the answer? Uh, the answer is no. It's not possible to overdose on milk. So you were like, bring on the block of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> For the uni students pulling an all-nighter, this is Collective Noun on Hit 105. Dom, yesterday I went to the Toowoomba Flower Festival. <laughs> Right. Which, if you've never heard of it before, is basically a music festival for grandparents. <laughs> Who headlines at the uh, Toowoomba Flower Festival? Tulips. <laughs> They're the main attraction down the back. Okay. Um, so, to explain, I have family in Toowoomba. Oh, you didn't just make the drive up with your wife <laughs> to see the flowers? No, and we had our grandparents with us. They like gardening. Yep. So like, yeah, sure, we'll go to the flower festival. That's the I thing to do. I didn't see you there, funnily enough. So <laughs> yeah, I don't, right. Don't know well, what you, you were on the judging crew, right? <laughs> yeah, I was. I yeah, was. right. So basically, you have like music festivals for people in their 20s, right? Yeah. And then you have the flower festivals for people born in 1920. Okay. <laughs> and they're actually not that different. I well, figured out. Are you saying the Toowoomba Flower Festival is similar to Splendor in the Grass? Yes. So like the equivalent for young people, this is what it is for old people. Okay. Right. So my first reason of why they're similar is both festivals are full of people wearing clothes that were cool in the 70s. <laughs> Right. Do you know what I mean? Of course. One is because they're trying to look cool, and the other is because <laughs> it's actually their wardrobe. Yeah, it's exactly. like it's the pre and post op shop cycle. Some <laughs> haven't been dropped off yet. <laughs> uh, the second one at both festivals, participants are too tired to walk the next day. <laughs> yep. And uh, the number one reason why music festivals and the flower festival are similar is because at both, there's a lot of drug taking. <laughs> And sure, one of them is for uh, Beryl's arthritis, but still, it's still valid. This is Collective Noun on Brisbane's Hit 105. Zach, you might have heard the big news today surrounding both Jared Hayne and Shane Warne. They're finding love on Instagram. Now, Shane Warne, obviously a cricketer from the 90s. Uh, Jared Hayne, a.k.a. the Hayne plane. Mm, the man of many dreams. Was the NRL player who then kind of made it in the NFL and yep. now is back in the NRL. So both today they've been... Uh, Using Instagram like Tinder kind of thing. Well, so Hayne has come out that Jared Hayne is about to be the father of a kid. And he's met this the, the mother of this soon-to-be baby on Instagram. Right. Secondly, Shane Warne has been leaving comments on London Models' Instagram profiles, hoping that it might lead to romance. Uh, a pickup line kind of thing. Is that I, the idea? I, I think just like, I hope London's going well. This is what I don't think Warney realises, though. It gets mixed in like the thousands of responses <laughs> that that person's getting. No, no, no. You can download a Shane Warne filter. <laughs> It's like, if Warnie comments on my photos, I get a notification. Can you get the app that uh, just blocks everything Warnie does as well? <laughs> That's normal Instagram. <laughs> well, look, here's what we want to know on 131060. Have you ever heard of people finding love on Instagram? Because uh, this, to me, was shocking. For it to be two stories in a day, I did not know you could find love on Instagram. I don't see why you wouldn't. I mean, people find love on Facebook, mm. on Snapchat. Yep. On Tinder, obviously Tinder's a bit different, but I'm like, I can't imagine why people wouldn't find love on Instagram. How, how would you, though? Uh, you might see a photo or a friend of a friend's photo or yeah. see someone in a photo and they're okay. tagged. Then you might go on their thing and you could, like, comment on their post. So, like, direct message them maybe after a while? You could while? direct message them and well, say, hey, do you want to add me on Facebook? Or you could just start chatting in messages. Not- I don't see. I think it would be pretty normal to meet on Instagram. We've got uh, Elia on the phone. Elia, you have found love on Instagram yourself? I have. What's the story? So, it was about two to three years ago and we started following each other on Instagram and then we started liking each other's photos and commenting on each other's photos. AKA that's the Instagram equivalent of flirting, would you say? I I agree with that, yep. And then we added each other on Facebook 
And oh. then we met up. And then we started dating and we were together for about two years or so. Do you think that's maybe the equivalent, Zach, of what in the olden days, you know, you'd meet, you go out for dinner, then you'd meet the family. Is the equivalent now... Instagram to Facebook to maybe yeah, you get their phone the number. Facebook is a little more official. <laughs> so, like, you might talk to someone um, out and about, and then you're like, hey, do you want to do an official date? Yes. And that's kind of like meeting on Instagram and then going, hey, should we move over to Facebook? <laughs> so, Elia, you said you're, you're still with this person, yes? No, no oh, longer together. No longer together. All right, so you would say you're not an advocate for Instagram, love? No, definitely no. not. Gave the go, but probably not. Was it their Instagram filter choices, be honest? <laughs> Perhaps, maybe. <laughs> Josh, you've, uh, you've found love on Instagram yourself? Well, I don't know if it's love. <laughs> <laughs> What's but, your story, uh, Josh? I found a girl. Okay, what happened? Oh, well, a few days ago, she started liking my photos and even old ones from like months ago. Oh, that's oh. a giveaway, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I've used that tactic many times myself, Josh. <laughs> and then started commenting and I didn't even know if Instagram had a, a talk button pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so she's direct messaged you. Yeah, direct and, message. And so where have things led to now? So I'm meeting up with her tomorrow. Ooh. <laughs> now, Josh, uh, are you nervous? Because obviously you can't use uh, the emojis that you'd be using in the comments <laughs> on Instagram, so you'll be flying blind face-to-face. Uh, not really. It, pretty, it comes pretty easy when you're <laughs> that kind of guy, but... Oh, oh hello. <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom on Hit 105. Two days post River Fire, the big fireworks spectacular on the uh, Brisbane River. Mm. Um, I came in for it into the city to, to get a full view of the fireworks. I've got to say, and I this is going to be a bit controversial, but I don't think fireworks are actually that great. <laughs> um. I, I tend to agree, Tom. And by the fact that I didn't come into River Fire, yes, I did watch it passively. Okay, I was by coincidence on a hill at the time that could see the city, and right. I did pull over and watch them for like five minutes. Well, but that's the that's the length of time fireworks hold you for. <laughs> I'm not sure if there's anything that scales down that quickly from when you're young to when you're old, from exciting to not exciting. So take me through your thought process. What do you mean? Were you bored watching them? Oh uh, well, so it kind of this is the whole thing with with fireworks, right? The idea is you don't see them very often, so it's a big deal when you get to see fireworks. But I just realised, you know, these these aren't that different to New Year's fireworks last year or the River Fire last year. No, they're literally the same. And they've been the same for, what, like 70 years? I saw this year... I could see from my vantage point. Yes. It looked like they had some, like, love heart ones. Yeah, no, they so were... So, I was like, they're, ex- they're, like, you know, experimenting a little bit. <laughs> I've seen them a few times, though. That's okay. not new. I've seen... Uh, this is the thing. What new can they show me with fireworks now? The problem is also that half an hour, I think, is River Fire. Yes. It's a really long time. It's like sitting there <laughs> to watch, like, a half-hour repeat of a show that was okay the first time you saw it every year. And there's not much narrative development. <laughs> This is Collective Noun on Brisbane's Hit 105. Big day of news. So much news out there, and everyone is racing to get the exclusives. Dom, we always try to get the most exclusive exclusives, and that sometimes means that our exclusives don't come from the best sources. It sometimes means the exclusives, they may not be 100% accurate, but I don't think they have to be if they're exclusive. Of course not. It's still an exclusive, fact or fiction. Exactly, and that's why every night we bring you these exclusives. This is Collective Nouns out of context. News. Making out of context news today, Pauline Hanson found out that 50% of Australians think her red hair is sexy. Hello? 
What's happened to the other 50%? Are you still waking up? Also, Angelina Jolie got asked on a date by Shane Warne. It's the most wonderful feeling. I um, I loved him so much. And Delta Goodrum spoke about dabbing. I really do enjoy it as a craft, and people who do it exceptionally well, it's a truly incredible craft to be able to do. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom on Hit 105. If you've listened to the show before, you'd know that each week we ask Beg, nay, plead. The five-star reviews on the iTunes podcast store, a.k.a. the Collective Noun Forum, a.k.a. the happiest place on the internet. And look, it is so easy to get onto the happiest place on the internet, Zach. All you have to do is search for Collective Noun on iTunes, leave your five-star rating, that's your ticket onto the Collective Noun Forum, then write whatever you want in the review, and we'll read it out on the show. I mean, it's so easy. What a low ticket price. Oh, oh, that's what I always think. You know, sometimes you might go to a football game or to a theme park, they'll charge so much for a ticket. This is just a five-star rating. Not us. No. That's a what they're doing, <laughs> but ours is just a hundred percent goodwilled. Exactly, and uh, we're going to start with uh, item one hundred and seventeen uh, on the forum this week. So it's the hundred and seventeenth review we've had on the forum. So thank you to Dragonflame fifteen who has titled their review Melbourne fan. They just say that the show is perfect to listen to after work. Okay. Well, I think, Zach, that maybe this is more like a serving suggestion. Yes. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it might say like a chocolate brownie is nice with ice cream. You don't have to have it with ice cream. No. But it, it's nice with ice cream. So maybe this is perfect after work. It's like, a, you know how you have after dinner mints? Yes, exactly. This is like an after work mint. <laughs> and uh, we'll move on now to Lockie, who we've heard from recently, Zach. We asked people where they listen to the podcast. Lockie told us he listens in maths class, and we wanted to know how he was getting away with listening to a podcast in maths class. Sure. Now, Lockie firstly says, how's it gone, guys? Which I, we appreciate, Lockie. A good reference and a tip of the hat to anyone who understands what that means. Or anyone listening in on the garn as they go up the centre oh, of Australia. wouldn't that be a dream? Well, uh, if our podcast has made it onto the garn, the train that goes up and down the middle of Australia, then I'm retiring, Zach. I'm hanging <laughs> up the headphones. Can't top that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely Why would can't. you keep trying? Absolutely. Why would you go any further? <laughs> I, I absolutely think that if your podcast is on the garn, you've made it. <laughs> That's um, when we hang up the headphones. <laughs> enough is enough. Uh, Lockie says that apparently his maths teacher lets him listen to music in class, so he just puts the podcast and whiles away the hours. Now, can I ask Zach? I don't I, look. I don't know education well. I don't know the. I, I guess the the things they're meant to teach the syllabuses that well. Mm. But I don't remember the maths classes I had being told by the teacher just put your headphones in and listen to whatever you want. Tom, to be one hundred percent honest with you, I know for a fact you didn't. Do math in high school. <laughs> this is very true because I thought it was always going to be really hard, right? Now I'm reading Lockie's review. I'm wondering maybe was it was it his dream world of, of amazing fun? This is something we might bring up later uh, in more detail, but you, it's true that you didn't do math in senior school, which it seems unbelievable because oh, you did do an OP. I did, which I, is by the way, is like our. What, what is that in other states? Grading system. I guess yeah, it's, the, it's the it's the end of year exams. Basically, your big uh, year 12 results. I did go for an OP, and I got an OP4 as well. A oh, good well, OP. geez. Okay. Well, Watch just, out. No, just when you say I didn't do maths, you made me sound like I don't know anything. Did you do science? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Only in grade 11 and 12, I didn't do either maths so or science. You didn't do math or science? No. I mm. did ancient history. I did all the histories, all if the If you arts. didn't do math, are you sure it was a four? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what the number was. <laughs> you, could, you, you didn't know what that symbol was. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually N-A. <laughs> uh, but no, see, I think it's personally valid to not do maths or science in high school. I'm, to be honest with you, when you told me that and you still got an OP, yeah. I was jealous. I was like, why didn't I know that? <laughs> yeah. Surely that's a loophole that they've covered up now. Do you know, do you know what? I actually spoke to a teacher friend. Yeah. And she thought that that wasn't possible. Really? Uh, she's obviously been a teacher since you finished high school, but she's like, no. 
that you can't do that. So I think Gosh. that might have been a loophole that they've covered now. I might have broken the system somehow. <laughs> uh, either way, they let me out of the school, and I think I've got a legitimate certificate of education. Sure. I, should, I should have a look at that when I get home and make sure it's not in crayon. <laughs> Uh, but thank you very much, Lockie. He also wants to know if we watched Riverfire. Uh, well, we did chat about Riverfire a little earlier on in the podcast, Zach. I uh, watched it uh, in at the city. You saw it a few suburbs away on a hill with a city view you mentioned. Well, you know what it was like actually, Dom? Mm. Driving around because I was just going to get dinner and I was like, oh, we might be able to see the city from here. I turned up a street. Yeah. And everyone was lining the streets. You know, in movies about like Armageddon and stuff oh, like that, yes. how everyone comes out of their house and they look to the sky <laughs> at the comet coming out. It was actually like that. It's like an Independence Day when Will Smith goes out the front of his house and they're all looking at the, the alien spaceship. Yes. Yes, but fireworks, so good. Well, an idea for maybe the Lord Mayor of Brisbane, Graham Quirk, alien spaceship next year. That would be entertaining and surprising. There was a Domino's car coming up the street as well, and <laughs> it was going up and down the street trying to find a house. Right. And I'm not sure if they knew that Riverfire was on. <laughs> so to them, they were just like, geez, these people like being out on the street. But isn't that just the ultimate professional at Domino's? That they might think <laughs> apocalypse is coming, but they're still going to deliver that pizza. It's 30 minutes or less, <laughs> or you get it for free. Uh, thank you very much, Lockie. Uh, Steve has also left a review saying that he's uh, from Canberra. He did uni in Brisbane, but uh, now he, he's back in Canberra, and this brings back memories of his time up in Brisbane. Oh, that's what we like, isn't it? I think so. We're like a postcard. I think so. From sunny uh, southeast Queensland. Uh, do you mean totally irrelevant in 2016? <laughs> <laughs> that's one way of looking at it. Sure. Uh, but look, I- I'd love to know that we're going to the nation's capital in Canberra. And, um, you know, maybe that, that, that our influence can make it towards Parliament House is only a good thing. I know, Dom, that that's our number two goal mm. behind uh, being on the gun. Yep. Is <laughs> making it into question time at mm. Parliament House. Yes. If you're a politician. Oh, if, here's what I will say. If you're a politician listening to this and you leave... What are you doing? Are you serious? <laughs> that you are someone making a decision and you're listening to this podcast? <laughs> but if you, you are... Turn it off right now. And go and do and work. go and do something important. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Is this a good use of taxpayer dollar time if you're a public servant? Um, It's not buying a helicopter. No. Or anything like that. <laughs> exactly. But... Still, I would feel more comfortable if the people making decisions weren't influenced by us. <laughs> and uh, lastly on the forum this week, Zach, Mad Reader has gotten in touch talking about saving the life of an animal, which is something we were discussing on the podcast recently. They've got a story basically of when they saved a budgie from their backyard uh, and tried to give it new life. Sadly, things didn't end as well there, but I think it's a good reminder from Mad Reader that if we're talking about anything on the podcast that you have a story about or that you want to speak about, it's a great place to leave it in the forum. This is a place for it. I think so. I mean, the forum is for expressing opinions. Mm. Leaving art. Oh, that's true. Uh, poems, uh, prose works, mm. but also responding to things that you didn't get a chance to call up for during the show. Maybe if you didn't hear the radio show live or whatever. Yeah. So look, if you do want to be a part of the Collective Noun Forum, all you have to do is search for Collective Noun on iTunes, leave your five-star rating and whatever you want in the review, and we'll read it out next time on the forum. This is Collective Nouns. What's under your seat? Of course, Dom, based on all those times you were told to look under your seat because there might be a prize there, this Mm. is the radio edition for everyone driving around in their cars to peer under their seats and see what they've already won. We've got our winner tonight, Zach, on the line, Alini, or Alani, I think is the pronunciation. Yes. Uh, uh, You're ready to reach under your seat now. How are you feeling? Um... I don't know. I'm kind of scared what's underneath it. <laughs> okay. 
Well, it's true, Dom, because you don't know what's under there. So many things, like no. water bottles, memories, photos. There could be an animal. Yeah, my car's <laughs> always really messy. All right, well, uh, this is the moment of truth. Let's see what you've won, Eleni. Have a reach right. under your seat. Okay. Um, I got a, okay, I got a ticket from Macca's, like a free... The, like build burger thing, one of those buy one get one free. Oh. Is that like um the Mac is Monopoly? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, that's a good price. That's an actual price. It's an actual price. <laughs> yeah. Now, Eleni, if we hadn't asked you to check under your seat, would you have just lost that uh, in the history of time? Probably. There is no way in the world you would have found that within the competition time. <laughs> oh, this happens to I me know. all the time, Zach, uh, with these Macca's promotions. Is you'll, you'll find a Monopoly ticket months afterwards. The promotion's finished. It's no good anymore. Everybody in prison, look under your seats, because right now <laughs> could be a Monopoly, uh, Macca's Monopoly prize that you don't even know about. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom on Hit 105. Now, Zach, uh, I have had to have a fair slice of... Uh, humble pie today, it's fair to say, because I have enjoyed ridiculing you over the past few years with these Telstra outages that have continually happened. As a Telstra user, you have been inconvenienced numerous times. A Telstra does drop out more than I would hope for. Well, the, the reason you pick Telstra is the same reason people fly Qantas. They're meant to be the reliable one. Yeah, right. Whereas I'm Vodafone. Now, and Vodafone, and I'm not saying anything bad, they're more like the Virgin. Well, I don't know if it's got any better, Vodafone, mm. but back when I was picking providers... Uh, in the shopping center near my house, it was a black spot. <laughs> and like, you know, I don't mind black spots like in the country and stuff yeah, like okay, that. Right. But I mean, when it's a place you go like all the time, that's an issue. Being with Vodafone for a few years has been great because essentially they've been really, after the people said there's all these black spots, they put so much money into fixing it up. Right. So you got the good prices with the great coverage until yesterday, Vodafone had a big outage. I'm just learning about that now, Tom. They're saying Vodafail was the hashtag that was going around. Apparently mm. it was out all night. It was just fixed at 1am in the morning. Is that the most creative that Twitter's been? Vodafail? I mean, you could have done a bit better than that, Twitter. A Vodafone-y, maybe? Yeah, that's not bad. See, Thanks. already, with a second, you could have come up with a better hashtag for what happened last night than Vodafail. I heard they're rewarding you with two gigs of free data, though. So is that enough to sweeten the deal? Vodafone are? Yeah, to say sorry. What could two gigs get me? What uh, can I spend two gigs on? A movie? On? No, maybe. Yeah, could, about a movie. So they're pretty much taking you to the movies. <laughs> to say sorry, they've screwed up this relationship. They're going to send flowers and take you to the movies. That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online at facebook.com slash collective noun comedy. Brisbane's Hit 105.